Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast, where we discuss the gospel, freedom in Christ, and victorious Christianity. My name is Emily Lewis, and I am so honored that you are here. Sometimes Christianity can feel complicated or become heavy. I'm here to lighten that load. I pray that the chats had on this broadcast will empower and encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Hello, friends. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Today we're going to talk about legalism. I think it is a crazy important topic. It is such a damaging thing when you get right down to it. That makes people run away from a God whom they have never even met. A picture of God. Not the real true God. So that's why I am jumping in on this one and hopefully going to peel back some layers of what legalism can look like. So you can spot it in churches or maybe you can spot it in your own life so that you can start to root it out. I've had to do that in my own life and honestly still do find things that I am maybe judging other people for that God isn't and he gently reminds me that one doesn't matter to me so don't worry about it right he's always teaching me more grace I want to start with some definitions of legalism and then we'll get into what it might look like and what the alternative and antidote for that is legalism Um, can be defined as someone who's trying to earn their way to heaven or earn favor with God, earn relationship with him. I think every religion in the world would fall under this category outside of Jesus Christ. Every religion has their own checklist of do's and don'ts to follow. And they're trying to appease God or merit God's favor or merit heaven by following their list. Then there's a form of legalism that I want to focus on today that says you're saved by grace, but you're kept by your works. Or you're saved by grace, but you're kept in God's favor by your works. Or God accepts you by grace, but we're going to look on the outward and judge you by your works. Not that we come out and say that, if we're in legalism, but we start measuring ourselves by what other people are doing, trying to gauge if we're headed in the right direction because we're lacking the Holy Spirit's voice in our own lives. So you can see how um, there's a little difference there. But I think the second one is still distorting the gospel because it's saying you are accepted on Jesus's account like he gave you his righteousness but now after you're saved you have to meet a certain standard or look a certain way do certain things in order to keep God happy with you and this is dangerous because it makes relating to him more like just servant and a master than a father-son relationship that He wants. He died to redeem the relationship. He wants relationship with you outside of uh, the boxes, the checklist, and even the box that we try to 
we not try to, but we unintentionally put him in when we try to follow our checklist in order to keep him happy because he's already happy with us. He, yeah, he's just happy with Jesus in me. So when he looks at me, he sees Jesus. He's not asking me to meet a certain standard or follow certain rules. So I've seen um, legalism manifest itself in different ways. Um, whether you believe you can lose your salvation, you're having to believe in order to stay saved or follow certain rules to stay saved. Or like I said, losing favor. You're going to be outside of God's smile if you don't follow a certain protocol. Or you have to confess your sins in order for God to be happy with you. And those are all ways that negate the atonement that Jesus did because um, he died for all of it. It's completely covered. Um, so legalism could also be defined by extra biblical rules, not necessarily bad things, but rules that God didn't put in place, dress standards or over applying a verse or even different music standards that might be a good thing in someone else's preference, but uh, we have to be careful when we say that everyone should look the same way or read as much Bible or pray so long and that'll keep God happy. Uh, we're manufacturing what we should be letting the Holy Spirit do. We downplay his role when we say, just do this and you'll be spiritual, or just do this and God will be happy. We're saying that everyone should be the same. And God is way more creative than that. He allows for so much variance across cultures, across time periods, eras, and across individuals. My life honestly shouldn't look the same as anyone else's. And it's really easy. I even find myself doing it still, where I look at someone else and go, oh, I can't believe they would. And then God reminds me, you can't believe they would what? Make a different decision than you or have different values for your, their family than you. And he convicts my heart often when I start to judge other people by their works that, He's not judging them by their works and he loves them unconditionally and he's trying to teach me to do the same. So it all boils down to this. We don't need to do good to be considered good. And that's so counterintuitive and it might even sound crazy that we, we don't have to do good to be considered good, but it's because of Jesus, because he conquered sin. He conquered death. He did it all. I'm trusting in his completed work. He didn't leave any gaps. It's completely done. Jesus is 100% sufficient. And when God looks at me, he sees Jesus all over me. That's all he sees. So I don't have to 
be doing good or mustering up some kind of virtue in myself because A, I don't have that. And B, because Jesus already did that because he knew I could not. Um, legalism can sometimes deny the fact that there's nothing good in me. It's like we know there's nothing good in ourselves for salvation. But then when we start working for God, we think, oh, but God needs my skills or he needs my goodness. And he doesn't. It's all him. And we, it's not like we are doing most of the work and then he helps us the last little bit. He does it all through us. We are just surrendered. We're not striving. We're not working super hard to achieve because he already achieved. So the alternative to legalism is just grace, resting in his grace and recognizing that he did it all for us. So I want to leave you with maybe a prompt to think through this week. Do you relate to God on the basis of what you're doing or are you relating to him on the basis of what he has already done and is doing in you? Hi friends. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I would like to ask you a favor. If you have enjoyed the podcast so far, could you please leave me a rating and a review? That would help me get the message in front of more people. So I would super appreciate it if you would go over and do that. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. I would love to connect with you either to hear your story or hear your comments on today's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or send me an email, hello at emilyklewis.com. That's Emily, the letter K, L-O-U-I-S dot com.